people die and Yuna dances. When will she stop dancing? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until sin is gone. got a memorized a final fantasy 10 recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before final fantasy 10 3 comes out it's never been announced but don't judge us for dreaming i'm wheels and i'm joined as always by joe how are you joe i'm doing great you know uh, we just left off at such a a low point last time i think surely <laughs> we're in for the upswing now i mean in some ways <laughs> like well we're about we're we're just about to read the nadir of this act of the plot <laughs> But like after that, it kind kind of turns up. I don't know. I I was watching the cutscenes. There's a scene where characters laugh. That here's the thing. I was watching exactly that scene, and my response was to scream, "I'm so depressed!" <laughs> so, because that scene is super depressing. It is. Ah, uh, this game's good. If the listener doesn't recall, we ended last week with Operation Meehan going very very badly. A lot of people dying, and Sin just fucks off. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, Sin is in the process of fucking off. Yeah. Um, because there's a, we'll, we'll see in, in a moment something that I won't say yet. But, uh, Titus wakes up on this beach. I'm just now wondering how he got down there, but I'm sure it's fine. But he wakes up, and there's just a shit ton of corpses around. It's not great. We, I don't intend to read all of these because they're... I don't want to get that morbid on the podcast, mm-hmm. but one of the descriptions when you approach one of the bodies of the Crusaders, they're all Crusaders, and I think, I don't think there are any, I mean, all the Albed die, I think, too, because they're in the machine that Sin destroyed, but the yeah. people on the beach were the Crusaders, so that's whose bodies you're around, um, and you approach them, and essentially different ways of saying this person is dead text appears on the screen when you do. But the one that really got me was approaching one and it just says slightly warm, but no sign of breathing. Oh, I don't know. Something about that phrasing is just a little quite literally too soon. I think (laughs) after a while, you, uh, is kind of looking at all of the, the destruction, um, Approaching anyone to see if they're still alive. If you told Gata to defy his orders twice, uh, you will find Gata's dead body, and Titus will have uh, will will um, kind of break down at that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that in the videos I was watching. I saw what I was used to seeing, which is Gata alive, leaning against uh, the sort of cliffside, uh, saying, "What's going on? Why?" What? What's going on? And Titus just leaves him. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what can you do? Yeah. So after, yeah, I don't. It's, you reach some point on the beach as Titus, where a cutscene starts and you see Sin starting to to fuck off, just like turns around and is like, "Well, my job here is done." Mm-hmm. Uh, and Titus yells at it and says, "Don't you run away from me!" And uh, chases Sin. Mm-hmm. Into the sea. Yeah, start swimming. We'll see more of that later, but first we cut to 
Yuna and Seymour. If you recall, Yuna, Seymour, and I don't know, someone else was in that fight against the Zin Spawn. Orin, I think. Yes. Uh, we cut up to those folks, and Yuna says, Everyone, stand back. I'll summon. And Seymour says, You won't hurt it. Your powers are still too weak. But I must do something. Uh, Yuna starts doing her dance to someone, and Seymour gets mad and says, You can't! Uh, I think she stops, uh, but we don't really see too much. We cut back to Titus. I think she makes a face that's like, oh shit, I thought he was hot literally 30 minutes ago. <laughs> now he's bossing me around? Well, I mean, I think the face, I mean, I realize you are joking, but for the listener, the face she makes is like, face of like acceptance of realizing that yeah. he is correct, that there's nothing she can do at this point. Which is a shame, because that's literally her whole thing is beating Sin, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I, th- I think being like yelled at like, no, you you can't stop it. You're not even close to being able to do this. No, this is only episode, like, 13 of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Surely we'll go into the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> we cut back to Titus in the ocean, swimming towards Sin, and narration Titus tells us, I have no idea what I was thinking when I ran after Sin that day, but before I knew what I was doing, there I was, chasing him down like a thief at market. Maybe I was angry. Maybe I wanted to go home. I kept thinking of Xanarkand, my old man. Chasing him down into Thief at Market is maybe one of the weirder lines in this game. It is. It sounds like a pretty direct translation. Like, that's... Probably. Like, maybe it's a saying in Japanese, but either way, it does conjure up a pretty specific image. Yeah. Now we get a vision, uh, a dream... How do you... Do you read this as a vision that Titus gets because he's close to sin, or just a flashback unrelated? The thing is, we get some imagery that we'll get context for later. I would guess that he says, I kept thinking of Xanarkand and my old man. I would guess that it's kind of a mixture of Jacked within, uh, you know, Jacked being sin influencing Titus's thoughts and also just the toxins, just Titus's conscious uh, stream of conscious. Yeah, we see a weird like purple space that I mean, we'll see later. Which is interesting to me. But, uh, yeah, there's some figures walking by in this space that are, like, sort of see-through. Which this script does point out that it's either e- either Luzu or Gata, depending on who dies. Which is uh, fucked up <laughs> to mm-hmm. think about. Um, and then the, the weird kid in the purple hoodie comes, like, towards the camera. The kind of ghostly kid we've seen before. Uh, yeah. Like, right at the beginning of the game. The don't cry kid. Um, and I, I just want to read this script verbatim because it says creepy little kid comes forward and shakes head no, replaced by split spinning blitz ball, which brings a flashback. Um, yep, because that's, that's it. exactly it. The boy turns into a blitz ball. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He wants to. Uh, oh, Joe? shit. Oh, is this the boy? He, he wants to be a blitz ball when he Fuck. grows up. It's not the it. same kid. It's not the same but... kid. Anyway, we cut to that I need, flashback. I need some levity in this trying time. Yeah. We cut to that flashback. It's Titus as a kid, and Jacked uh, is there in this memory, and Jack says, what? Uh, baby Titus, because this is a, a flashback where he's a baby. Um, I say baby, referring to, like, toddler he's like, age. I would guess, like, six, yeah. five. Yeah, but he's like, they say you don't practice anymore, that you're going to retire. Let them talk. I'm still the best. They say you're no good because you drink all the time. I can quit drinking whenever I want. Then do it now. What'd you say? You just said you can. Yeah. Tomorrow, maybe. 
why not today? Why do today when you can leave for tomorrow? There he goes again, crying. Yeesh! That's a rough, that's a... It's, it's, they really fucking just go for it with like, hey, what if we had no subtlety in this one? Yeah, I mean... I mean, also, sometimes alcoholics aren't very subtle about their alcoholism. Well, absolutely. So it, it feels, it, it doesn't... You're correct in that it's not subtle. It doesn't, it still doesn't strike me as... Oh, I think it completely works. An off note or, yeah. It completely yeah. works. It's just like, suddenly the game is like, all right, there's no more subtlety in the storytelling as opposed mm-hmm. to like, mm-hmm. not that this game is subtle to begin with, but uh, to, to literally have the child say, hey, can you stop drinking? And the dad to be like, no, fuck you. Because I think most of the scenes up until now, you could wiggle yourself into an interpretation that it's just him hating his dad for no reason. Sure. Or just kind of like a sour relationship. But like this clearly says like he is an alcoholic, abusive father. Yeah. This is the most pointed for sure. Yeah. Uh, narration Titus, uh, as the vision fades away to white, narration Titus says, I thought I sensed my old man there. Somewhere. Or maybe it was just Sin's toxins playing tricks on my mind. And uh, then he wakes up on a different beach. Well, same beach, different part of it. Uh, yeah, still still uh, where Operation Meehan ended. But narration Titus continues and says, How many died today? And then we cut to Yuna dancing, doing the sending, and I I told some people this line is super depressing in context, uh, mm-hmm. but, but Tita says, people die, and Yuna dances. When will she stop dancing? When will it stop? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until Sin is gone. Those are my thoughts then, I think. I love that line, those were my thoughts then, I think. It almost implies that those... I, w- I would go as far as to say as I could interpret that as kind of thoughts planted a bit by Sin Jacked. Like, huh. This is like Sin kind of saying, like, this is going to keep happening and t- keep happening until you kill me. Like, we're about to have a conversation. Uh-huh. Like, we are just about to have a conversation with Oren where he suggests the same thing that Oren was here. Mm hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's like the thing about, like, yeah, we're showing how, like, shitty Jacked was and. The game is also doing this, like, counter-narrative of, like, hey, Jekt kind of did shape up. He was pivotal to, like, saving the world from sin, and no matter mm-hmm. how bad he is, he probably doesn't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> a Lovecraftian monster, which is, like, a weird, tragic thing about the sin narrative that we'll dig into with time is that, like, it's just, like, yeah, a weird <laughs> existence. It's, like, is that really a thing you have control over? Yep. I guess it's not this immediate conversation with Orin where that... Uh, further evidence for that theory comes up. But anyway, uh, Oren is there, though, and he says, I see you're still here. And Tita says, huh? Many stories ended here today, but yours goes on, I see. Oren walks off and Tita just says, what? <laughs> <laughs> then uh, narration Tita comes I, back. Tita's entire contribution to that conversation is, huh? And then, What? <laughs> But like, yeah. they needed to have that. It's weird that Aura doesn't just say it and then leave. That like, why does Tita say anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, but narration Tita says one more time. Uh, Sin had come and gone, but I remained here. Also, just to add to our previous converse, like the thing we just said about Sin. I think like because all of it was in the last episode. It's I I, I just want to bring up again like the added layer of how 
uh, two maesters just let this fucking happen, knowing full well mm-hmm. that it would happen. Uh, anyways, uh, great. I love Yevon. So, speaking of, Oren goes up to see Keenock up on this beach. Seymour's in the shot, but not in the conversation yet. Uh, but Oren says, a swift retreat. Satisfied? Keenock says, what do you mean? Those who turned from Yevon died, while the faithful live on. Hmm. The past ten years have changed you, I see. And uh, we... He leaves. How, uh, so I have trouble interpreting this conversation. Do you see this as Oren, like, saying, like, fuck you, y- you you're gonna leave and tell everybody that, you're, that, like, you weren't a part of this and only, like, that's... The only interpretation I can think of is that Oren is saying, like, I know what you're going to do. You're going to leave, and then you're going to tell everybody that the people died here because they disobeyed Yevon, even though you actually told them to do this. But you're just going to say you remained faithful, so you stayed alive. Is that what's going on here? Um, the way I've interpreted this is Operation Meehan was happening. Uh, for some reason, these two, some at least these two maesters, I don't know if any other parts of the Yevon infrastructure signed off on this. But, like, these two maesters are here. I, I like, and they knew that it wasn't going to work. I don't think that, like, they suggested the idea by any means, but I do think there's, like, a level where, like, well, they know, they know it's not going to work. I think they know full well what it's going to look like when it doesn't yeah. work. And I, and I don't know if Keenock is, like, using it to actively preach his own narratives, mainly because Keenock doesn't seem to fucking do anything. He's just kind yeah. of a guy who got a job and is like, sure, yeah. I'll wear this weird hat and get a paycheck. Tell people what to do. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we won't see Keenock again for a while, and the people who survive Operation Meehan already think exactly what Oren is seeing mm-hmm. without, I'm assuming, without the right. ministers doing anything. I, I, I think, like, Oren's like, you knew exactly what this was going to look like when, when you knew mm-hmm. that it wasn't going to work. Which is right like because there were intimations before that Keenock knew it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Well, he says, "You know this won't work, right?" And then yeah. walks away because Seymour's like, "Hey, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Seymour. So as Keenock leaves, Seymour approaches uh, Yuna. Seymour says, "You do not look so well, but now more than ever, you must be the people's strength, their confidence. Anyone else would be expected to show their sorrow." We see. Uh, we kind of just see cuts of people paying their respects to the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, most notably, we see Waka doing the Yevon bow by some crusaders. Uh, Seymour continues, but you are a summoner. You are Spira's hope. Until sin is defeated, you must not relent. Do you understand? Yuna says, yes, I understand. Are you afraid? She doesn't really respond, but yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've tried to like, the character model can only do so much, but I'm just imagining, like, I know I have an image on my phone of, like, a smiling anime character, and then, like, on another, like, transparent layer is that character screaming. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Which I'm kind of, I kind of wish. Do you think David Lynch likes those memes? Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet he does, he does that superimposition thing mm-hmm. all the time in his later work. It's just, he, I don't think he's ever done it. As, like, that layer of, like, a joke, which I kind of no, wish he did but I'm, once. But, like, yeah. Ugh. I mean, but also everything he's ever done is kind of a joke. Yeah! he he ma- He's a very funny filmmaker, even when yeah. he's doing dark, heinous yeah. shit. I watched Wild at Heart in the past 
month oh, yeah. or so, and that movie is exactly both of those qualities. Mm-hmm. Uh, it rules. Anyways, um, yeah, so Yuna is screaming on the inside. Seymour continues and says, Yuna, take me as your pillar of strength, as Yuna Leska had her Lord Zion, which matters is a lot. Is that the first we've heard of Yuna Leska? I think it is the first. I, I think it's her. the first we've heard of both of those names, but this sentence uh, is very pointed if you know those names. Yes. They're married, or they were. Yeah, Unalesco was uh, a very important... I think she was the first summoner to beat Sin, if I'm right? Yes. Yeah, which obviously Yuna is named after her, and I think, yeah, Zion was her husband and guardian? guardian. Yeah. Yep. And, like, she, what she did became the archetype that other summoners followed. She was the blueprint, yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll dig into Unalesco lore later, but uh, Seymour says, Lady Yuna, until next we meet. Farewell. And he leaves. Cut to Oren and Titus again. Oren says, Sin is jacked. <laughs> What's a fucking... You can't just say... Like, I know we already know, but just to, like, start a conversation with that is fucking weird. And just saying it again, like, I know you... You know you told me this last time, right? I walk over to my friend. How old are you, my <laughs> boy? <laughs> times are, times are kind of tough right now. I walk over to my friend, and he's just like, God is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's a place to start. But uh, Tita says, yeah, for a while there, I thought I could feel him. But that doesn't mean I believe you. Sin is jacked. I, I Jesus. came here for you. <laughs> so he killed all those people just for a chance to see me? That's what Sin does. He wanted to show that to you. Do you know why? How am I supposed to know? So you would kill him. As long as he is Sin, Jacked will keep killing he wants you to stop him you gotta be kidding how do you know all of this anyway Oren laughs and starts to walk away laughs does not answer mm-hmm. i'm not done talking to you don't you run away you're the one running is he uh to i i also thought that line was weird like like from accepting that point, he's I, checked maybe maybe but also like he he says the boy has trauma. Earlier in this scene, I thought I could feel him. He says it doesn't mean I believe you, but like uh-huh. he 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 is not running away from the concept. He is willing to engage with it. Yeah. Um, so I find that line weird. But yeah. this is the scene that I was mentioning that yeah. reinforces the idea that maybe this people die, Yuna dances, when will she stop dancing? When will it stop? Those were my thoughts then, I think, were kind of like thoughts implanted by Jacked. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's definitely coming off of like that like closeness to sin and that weird yeah flashback vision that came from it which i like that scene's placement for another reason that we that we might get to probably in the next episode if if not one after but yeah i i, I was thinking just now i never considered the possibility of like Oren just thinking this it just being how he feels and not just the truth mm. like i've never i've always just considered like yeah, Oren knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's the only person in this whole game who knows what he's but talking about. But to actually about. consider it from Oren's perspective is what you're saying? Yeah, where he's just like, that's how he has to view it to not ma- to maybe not resent Jack, because he was friends yeah. with him. Uh, and just be like, yeah, no, how could anyone... Like, like he? I feel like there is a part of Oren that either you completely believe him, or you could. I, I could see Oren just like coming up with this as a rationalization of like, yeah, no, the person that I care about is in there. Yeah. And he's not in control. I, uh, <laughs> the more, the more I dig into this game for this podcast, I'm like, maybe there is no truth. 
<laughs> but uh, the, the truth is, game's good. Game, yep, uh, that's true. I don't think any of this optional stuff is important. Awak is here. Hey, buddy. Uh, news headline, Awaka is set to be Spira's first trillionaire, profiting off of... <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, sorry. The, the party moves on. Mm-hmm. You walk for a while on the Jose High Road. I actually like a lot of these scenes coming up. They're just sad. <laughs> yeah. So as we're, as we're walking through, the, the party's kind of walking farther ahead. Kamari is at the back, and as Titus, you're, you're lagging behind. But Yuna turns around and says, hey, you two, hurry up. And then she runs off ahead. Tita says she's awfully cheerful. And then Kamari decides to speak. I think... Which is the first we've... Has, is it the first we've heard him? No, I don't think it is. I think there might have been, like, an optional interaction yeah. you can have with him where he said something, but for... Like, a word or two. Yeah, yeah. For, for all intents and purposes, I would consider this the first time he speaks to Tita's. Yeah. Uh, but what he says is, uh, in dark times, she must be. She must shine bright. Tita's is surprised to hear Kamari speak directly to him. And he continues, now are dark times. Yuna tries hard. We should help her then. If we worry, she tries harder. Do not frown. Don't worry, be happy. Kamari, try too. Smile, let me see. <laughs> I don't even, it's, the, the script says grimaces, which is, yeah, he, it, it's, he tries. It's more just, I mean, he's a cat. He person. is a big cat. It, his, he just kind of moves his lips out of the way so that you can see his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> And Titus just says, sad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking owned. <laughs> you can't smile, cat man. <laughs> uh, I, I, How does it feel? I, I, if I remember correctly, he says it like as the scenes like halfway faded out, which is so much funnier <laughs> yep. to me. <laughs> yep. It's such a like an, an afterthought. Uh-huh. Ugh. Anyway, so you walk down this road for a long time. You fight a bunch of shit. Uh, but eventually you get to this fork in the road. One way is the temple. The other way is uh, the road that will continue on after the temple. But Titus, like, runs ahead of the group, cuts everybody off, and says, Hey, how much longer till Xanarkand? Waka says, Still a ways. And Lulu says, First down the moon flow to the Guado city of Guado Salam. Then we cross the thunder plains to the temple of Makalania. <laughs> Just a little, yep. Just a- <laughs> I love... I love the Guado city of Guado Salam. <laughs> like, it, because this is why fantasy race shit is so <laughs> but wild. Because they they are different species, uh-huh. but they talk about them like they're races. They're just like they talk about them like they're just like socially constructed races of people, but they're not because they're a different fucking species. It's like ah uh, yes, you know where the humans live, human town. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Ugh. Tita says Tita says, oh boy. Surely the Guados named it that though, right? Like they did someone else say, no, you get you get Guado Salam. It's clearly taken from the idea of like there are a lot of people groups in the world, civilizations where, you know, their word for their people is just originally the, the original word for people in their native language. Mm. So I think that's what they're trying to get at here. But like, because I think Inuit just means people, for example, for, for example. So I think that's what they're getting at here. But it's so fucking weird when they're a different species of creature. Uh-huh. Because then it's just like people town, you know? Yeah. And that's odd. A little bit. I think it, it adds to it how humanoid Guados are. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, we're about to meet some really good friends, probably in the next episode, that are 
We're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about those dudes. Okay. <laughs> Good. I mean, I know I know we will like that. We could have a whole podcast just on them. So I guess I won't get ahead of it. But like, <laughs> I, I like that was my first thought of like there are people in this game that aren't that close to humans like Guados are. Yeah. Um. Anyways. So and the Ronsos too, right? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Ron- Ronsos are, are a great example that I probably should have thought of first. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways, Tita says, "Oh boy!" at this long list of uh, high fantasy names, and one of my favorite line deliveries from Yuna, where she like uh, giggles and then says, "And before that, we get to pray at the temple at Jose," because I just love the stakes she puts on Jose. I don't know how yeah. she's so excited. I just I think uh, the way I read it is that she's kind of like poking fun at him for being impatient, like. Mm-hmm. But wait, she's kind of being like, but wait, there's more, even though she knows that he doesn't want there to be more. Mm-hmm. And Tita says, we can't just skip all that, can we? I have to pray to the faith in every temple in order to earn the final aeon. Walker says, that's a summoner's training. She's got to prepare mind and body, all just to get ready for the final summoning. And Tita says, huh, must be tough, Yuna. Yuna says, I'll be fine with you here. And then she runs on ahead, and so does everybody, except for... Wouldn't you know it, Orin and Titus. Uh, Orin says, hey, new guy. <laughs> because he can't say, hey, Titus. <laughs> hey, you. Titus says, sin is jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, it's awkward. It's been weeks, and I didn't ask you your name before, and now it, I, it's just awkward, and I think it starts with a T. Jack said, look after my son, and I never fucking learned your name, and it's way too late to ask now. <laughs> Also, weirdly, those Blitzball announcers never say your name either. They just say the star player of the Besaidor. I don't, why don't, why does no one say your name? I figured you know what to said it by now, but no, no one here has said it either. It's really fucking does weird. <laughs> does anyone know your name? Uh, Titus says, what can I do for you, boss? Don't tell Yuna that you know about Sin Inject. Huh? You know her. She would distance herself from you. We do not want that. I see. I think. Yeah, but even if I did say something, no one would believe me, you know? You know, Wood. Eh, you have a point. Come to think of it, did I really have to know about Jekt? What about my feelings? (laughs) Better than you finding out at a critical moment and becoming emotional. What? Me? Emotional? (laughs) Could a depressed person make this? Holds a blitz ball. (laughs) Or it starts to walk away and says, it's like chuckles. <laughs> Can a depressed person do this? Does the jet <laughs> shot? Imagines killing his father's text bubbles around him. <laughs> yes. Uh, Orin starts to walk away and chuckles and says, I heard you were quite the crybaby. Narration Titus says, yeah, maybe when I was a kid. Maybe a little now. Just a little. <laughs> he doesn't say it like that. He says, maybe a little now. Just a little. And then... In this scene, Titus says, Hey, I still don't buy your story, you hear? That's, it's interesting to me that, like, that line feels a little cheesy until I, I, I again remember that he is, like, so far in the future saying that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, narration Titus might be coming to terms with having emotions is okay. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Also, yeah, everyone at the campfire is like, Jesus Christ, how fucking long is this gonna go? <laughs> We were all there! <laughs> we know! Who are you telling this to? <laughs> Everyone's asleep, except for <laughs> Yuna, who's extremely engaged. She's taking copious notes. Even though she was there. Yeah. Uh, she, like, gasps at the surprising things. 
she's just so good at listening. Like it's like it's that exact scene where like he goes on that weird blitzball metaphor, and she's like, uh huh, <laughs> sure, but yep. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'll listen. Uh, Petus is saying it, so I'm inherently engaged. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the joke. She's such a fucking simp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, do you want to call it here? I realize it's short, but do you want to call it here because that's a good stopping place? Uh, yeah. Next time we'll get to the the Jose Temple and uh, all the shit after that. What did you, Lulu said? All the things. I'm sure you retained it. Uh, until then, wheels. Where could people find you on the internet? Twitter.com/singularwheels and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I are playing the Star Wars Fantasy Flight. Uh, Edge of the Empire system right now. We're playing that on our actual play, Very Random Encounters. Uh, and you can start from episode one of the Star Wars season, even if you haven't heard any of the rest of Very Random Encounters. Uh, people are really digging it. That includes me, but also other people. So <laughs> don't miss out. Hell yeah. You could find myself on social media, Ghost of Joe, spelled Ghost of J-O. Uh, I make a couple other podcasts. I think I'm just going to be plugging Nervous Rex for the foreseeable future because it's something I'm extremely proud of. Uh, our episode on the end of Evangelion was really good. We talked for two hours um, about the highs and lows of that film experience. Um, but that is a show where I, I rewatch uh, Evangelion. My friend Chris is watching it for the first time. Um, we're about to dig into some side uh, stuff in Anno's career. So we're going to talk about Gunbuster, I think, next week when this comes out. Um, so you can go check that out if you like Evangelion. The name of the show is Nervous Rex. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at MemorizeCast. You can support this show on Patreon at patreon.com slash MemorizeCast uh, to get episodes early or bonus episodes. Uh, this month, I will be explaining more of JoJo Part 2 to Wheels. Last month was some Elder Scrolls lore, um, and we trade that off every other month at the $5 level. Um, you can find a link to that uh, in the show notes and also in our pinned tweet on Twitter. Uh, also in both those places is a link to the Discord. Um, what else? You can also join the Discord for the whole podcast network, the Orange Groves podcast network that we are on. You can find a link to that and all the other shows on the network at theorangegroves.com. And our theme music is Yuna by Will and Tim, courtesy of Game Chops. I added in the lines about Yuna dancing. And now, if you haven't played this game, you know the context for it. And I think that's it? Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Well, you did the intro, which means it's my turn to say, that was the aftermath of Operation Meehan. Got Got it. it. Memorized.
I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One it's, week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah, of them. Yeah. Do you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship Bum on the pilot ship. you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so. uh yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it.